2: Created E for everyone, 10 and up.
3: This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Elizabeth Kruger, who support this show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a new patron-only podcast called Stories That Can Never Be on the Show, as well as stickers and coasters and all other kinds of stuff. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow.
4: Hey guys, it's Gwen from Minnesota, here with my goats, and you're listening to That Story Show.
3: Hey! This is That Story Show, people.
0: This you watching? Hey, he was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I was serious. I left her some
1: guano. And left
3: her Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 345, brought to you the week of June 25th, 2020. I'm your host, my name is James Kinnison, and my good son is here.
4: (laughs) Jay.
3: Hi, Jay. Hi. How you doing? Good. I'm glad you're here, man. You're filling in for John. John is out of town. He's on vacation, and he sprung it on me, and he told me he can't do the show. And I said, that's no problem. I've got a podcaster in the family, and his name is Jay. So um, everyone say hi to Jay, and Jay, say hi to everybody.
4: Hi, everybody. Yeah.
3: He's really excited to be on here with me, so um, I'm really glad about that. Uh, I I noticed that um, you're wearing an arm cast. Um, the last time that everyone heard me talk about you, I was talking about you breaking your arm And um, going to the hospital and hearing you wake up from your sleepy time Mm. and how crazy you were being. Yeah. I wish I had a little bit of that medicine right now for both of us. Why? So we could both just talk random for an hour. Oh, no. (laughs) Could you imagine? No. (laughs) No. That That would be very entertaining. No, I don't think so. I think it would. Just random stuff. Just be like, I'm a skateboard. How are you? You know, stuff like that. I don't know. Anyway, we always start with an opening story. This one's called Lifeguard Live from Ryan in California. Hi, James and Jay. I've got a story I think you might find interesting. I've actually been meaning to submit this for a while. I'm at Ryan in the Discord. Shout out to Discord and all the Discord people, by the way, that are joining us live today. Um, we do the show live every Thursday at 5 o'clock p.m. Central Time, and um, we've got quite a few folks in there. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. There's 11 people minus me is, is 10, so i'm excited about that anyway back to the story this happened the night before sixth grade at a pool party the school decided to have an entire grade get together for an afternoon at the town pool the place was designed like this there was a little kid's pool that was about three feet and a bigger deeper pool for everyone else that went from four to six feet yeah we're pretty familiar with the way pools work but thank you (laughs) ryan um all my friends were in the bigger pool so i hopped in. I first got in, and I noticed I couldn't stand, so I treaded water for a while, and I started to get tired, because I couldn't find the bottom, and I said, help, without actually meaning it. I was in sixth grade, okay? But the lifeguard standing right next to the edge of the pool <laughs> perked up as if she had been waiting for this moment her entire career, and heroically, she leapt into the pool and dragged me out. And once I was out of the pool, she asked me if I was okay, and I told her I was, And then she asked the inevitable question, then why did you say help? Now, the logical thing to do would have been to explain that I didn't actually mean it and that it was an accident and that I was just kind of panicking. But instead, I said the first thing that came to my 10-year-old brain. Uh, It was a joke, which was probably the worst possible thing to say in that situation. She was very understandably furious and she took me to the director or the manager of the pool who gave me a long lecture about safety. And then they dumped me back into the kids pool where I was put under surveillance for the rest of the party. Oh, wow. (laughs) I guess that makes me LBB of the year. Thanks for reading. Hope this gets on the show. I'm a long time listener, Ryan from California. Well, if you meant it, if you meant it to be like a joke and you were just messing with the 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 um, lifeguard, then yeah, you would be LBB of the week. But I think you were just being, uh, you know, accidentally bad. And so that makes the lifeguard LBB of the week. That's right. That's the LBB. <laughs> so, and if you don't know, everybody always asks, what does LBB mean? First of all, you need to go back to the original shows and you need to listen to them all so that you'll be on top of things. But if you're not going to do that, I'll just let you know. It means living, breathing, butthead. And an LBB is someone that literally lives their life to be nothing but a big, fat butthead. And we all know people like that. I'm not talking about people that do things accidentally here and there to get on your nerves. I'm talking about these special kind of people. That exists that are just oh they're the worst they're the worst people that pull through stop signs without stopping are LBBs,
2: for yeah. instance,
3: big time. Jay knows what I'm talking about. All right, let's do our weekly rewind.
2: Rewinding. No to room,
3: to room, so yeah. All right, so this week somebody asked me how my week went in the chat room, and uh, I told him it was pretty boring, but I forgot about. The The main thing that happened I was down here in the basement minding my own business probably playing oxygen not included which is a terrible game I, Nobody should play it because you have to be super smart to play this game and it's very annoying and makes me feel dumb Um, but I was down here playing it and all of a sudden I hear a dog Screaming like somebody was putting it through a roller like rolling over it slowly with a rolling pin or something. And I run upstairs and as I'm running, the screaming continues and I'm like, what's happening to this dog? And then when I get to the top, I start to hear something that sounds like I'm at a water theme park because there's (laughs) water spraying from somewhere upstairs and everybody kind of is talking about different things and I just ran toward the source of the water. I quit worrying about the dumb, stupid dog. It, what had happened uh, with the dog, by the way, is my wife had heard the sound upstairs and had stood up and stepped on the dog. And the dog is a drama queen and began singing the song of the squished dog. That's what it was. And it sounded like, it was just, you know, ridiculous. So I'm running upstairs and, and the water that I'm hearing gushing out, it's like, I don't know. It sounds like a waterfall. And I'm expecting fully to to see water coming down the hallway and down the steps. But I make it all the way, and the sound is coming from the bathroom. I run into the bathroom, and guess what it is? It's, you know, that little hose that comes out of the wall behind your, your toilet? And it goes right up into your toilet tank. Yeah, you've seen them. You don't notice them. We don't even know what they're called, but ours broke and it was spraying water full on like crazy all over the bathroom. There was two inches of water in the bathroom. Mm. I immediately opened up the, uh, the counter. I mean, the, the, uh, where the towels were and just started throwing towels every, every freaking where. And I was in socks and long pants, and my socks and long pants were just immediately soaked. Of course, obviously, I turned off the water, but I started throwing towels everywhere, sopping up water, trying to keep it from getting to the hallway, because if it got to the hallway, it would start bubbling up. Well, I found out the story later on that Jay had been in there, and he didn't do it. He didn't cause it. What happened was the thing was over-tightened, and... um the cap had just been slowly over the last 10 years kind of breaking and jay just happened to be there washing his hands when it finally had enough and broke open Mm -hmm. now first of all the things that comes to my mind is thank god that it happened when we were home could you imagine i mean it only sprayed for 10 seconds if we hadn't been there it would have ruined and destroyed not only the upper floor but the lower floor. We're talking about the flooring, the the ceiling of the downstairs, uh the flooring on the downstairs, the cabinets. I mean, I've I've had a friend uh years ago that his daughter accidentally left the sink running and they oh went no. to church and they stayed all day and came back after church that night and their house was absolutely just waterlogged and and it just took him forever to get everything back together but pieces of drywall had fallen out of the ceiling yeah. and and all this kind of stuff but um so jay was up there and he was washing his hands when it burst and um the part of the story that i found hilarious was jay didn't check to see what was wrong <laughs> jay jay just ran <laughs> <laughs> there's something you need to know about Jay. There, you know how there's the fight or flight or freeze reaction to things? You're either going to fight when you get scared, you're going to freeze when you get scared, or you're going to run. Jay is a runner, dude. It's no fun even trying to scare him because he just turns and runs. He doesn't even react. He doesn't go, oh, he just <laughs> just shoots off. <laughs> And so instead of even knowing what was going on, he just shot off down the stairs. And uh, luckily, I was headed the same, you know, the opposite way and was there to turn it off. But uh, my goodness, I mean, avoided so much tragedy. And so here's my public service announcement for everyone out there. This is something that me and my family is going to start doing. When we leave the house for an extended period of time, like weekend or uh you know a vacation or something we're gonna shut off the water from now on yeah and the and the water heater because goodness gracious uh it's got me paranoid now about all the other toilet tank filler hoses see i still don't know the name of it it just Mm -hmm. have to kind of make it up but yeah jay just man he went from zero to 900 his socks didn't even get wet
4: Mm-mm. He didn't
3: even feel the spray of the water. He just heard a loud noise. Well, our
4: air conditioning hadn't been working like the past few days, right. so I didn't know if the air conditioning was about to blow up. So <laughs> just, I just ran. So
3: what did it sound like to you?
4: It was. It sounded just like spraying water, but like a lot, like <laughs> of pressure on it. Yeah, it was super loud. It was, and it just out! I didn't even see the water go up <laughs> in the air. And you
3: were gone.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jay was gone. Uh, so anyway, that's what happened with my week. Is we had a water explosion and nearly missed, you know, having total devastation to our entire house. So uh, I don't know. I I bought a replacement hose and I spent a little extra money on it. Um, because it had a, a, a handle on the part that you're supposed to hand tighten up to the tank. And, it, and, it, and the handle had a click feature, like on your uh, gas station or your, your filler tank cap thing. Mm. And it clicks whenever you've tightened it enough. So you can't over tighten it. So I bought that joker. Oh. And I've hand tightened it and tightened it. And then when it clicked, I, I know I'm stopped. So yeah, in funny. theory, it will never have that problem. It will never explode. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So <laughs> thanks for thanks for coming down to get people to help, <laughs> and thanks to mom for stepping on the dog for no reason because the, the dog screaming had nothing at all to do with the with the incident upstairs. It's because
4: she heard me screaming to <laughs> go upstairs because the water or whatever was. <laughs> I just said bathroom, I think, to everyone. <laughs> Just the bathroom was bathroom. exploding. Bathroom! Because I didn't know what was happening in the bathroom because I didn't see it. I well, just I, heard the loud noise. I went
3: from two different emergencies. I'm thinking somebody's killing the dog, and then I realized <laughs> nothing's happening with the dog. It, the, the, there is wild waters going on upstairs, a theme park for for kids to ride water slides, and um, that's when I was, I chased the sound upstairs. So <laughs> Anyway, that was my weekly
4: update. Do you have anything? Um it like yeah 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 cool for it um so it was on vacation okay we, um, we went on vacation
3: to jekyll island and uh we didn't do a show so
4: uh-huh. yeah so while we were there i by myself i was walking to the beach mm-hmm. and i had on some slides with no socks because uh-huh. i was going to the beach cool and so i was walking across the um sidewalk. And I lost my balance. And I like.
3: Okay. You've told this story before on yeah. another show.
4: Yeah. And, you said that you. And, I and, and, lose and, and that's it.
3: absolutely fine. Okay. But I'm going to stop you and ask you a question How did you lose your balance?
4: I just lost my balance.
3: How does that happen?
4: What do you mean, how does that I, happen? I, I don't.
3: I'm 40 something years old. I walk around. I don't just lose my balance.
4: Well, Was I. It, do. <laughs>
3: Is it because you're a growing boy that no, doesn't? No, I just lost my balance. I don't. Did, were you drinking? No. <laughs> did a bug get in your hair? No, I just lost my balance. Okay.
4: <laughs> like a little trip thing.
3: Okay. Okay. So you tripped like over the toe of your slide or something like that.
4: No. No. But, like I, I like tripped over the sidewalk, like, and then I lost my balance.
3: Okay. All right. You heard it here, folks.
4: And so I I went into the grass area cuz I kind of tripped. Cuz you were drunk. No. And then I uh my foot went onto a little cactus. Ugh. Like not like the size of your palm. It wasn't a big thing. But it got stuck on my um leg. Ooh. And I had to um take it out. Ooh. And is it, it hurt really bad? How far in were they? I I don't I don't know like a quarter like, inch maybe yeah like they were they were they were in there <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> gross and so I I take it off because is is just you know it's gross and is in me yeah and then um I run back to the hotel room with one leg and then um I tell you because you were the only one in the room yeah I was because the everyone only one. else was at the beach Doctor James and I told you what happened. And then, oh, 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 I, whenever I had the outside, when I got on the cactus, I, there, whenever I took it off of me, there was a, uh, a spike in it, in my, uh, ankle or whatever. Yeah. And so I took it out and I successfully did that. But then my fingers, they started hurting on the tips. If I like touched them together or Mm -hmm, something mm -hmm. and, um, We later find out whenever we're trying to figure out what it is that at the very end of each needle on it, there's micro um, needles on it that get into your skin and stuff. And it was horrible. So that happened. And then later we found out there was was another thorn on the other side of my foot. So you didn't even feel. No. It
3: it was so much pain going on on one side. (laughs) That he had then, another jab, jabbed into his other side of his foot and he didn't even know. I'd say
4: that was it was deeper. That one the other one Yeah. It was deeper than the one that I pulled and out. And in case you're not getting it
3: here, this thorn, these thorns go into the, his his body. Okay. My foot. And and, and and they're they're um a little bit shaped like the tip of a spear. They have a flared edge to them. Yeah. So, so like that, sharp. So they stick in and stay in. And so that's going on. I don't, I never got to see this plant, but no. but then it, the what he was describing is when you when you went to go and pull them out, where you naturally would just grab it and pull, were these micro nettles? Yeah, that were just dozens of them, and they would then embed themselves like like uh, super fine fiberglass shards yeah. into your fingers. Mm -hmm. And so I somehow was able to have the sense enough to grab some toilet paper and wrap it around the needles and pull the rest of them out of his foot. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I avoided the 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 nettle problem. But how jacked up of a plant is this this angry Mm -hmm. plant that's not only going to stab you, but wants to hurt you even after it stabbed you
4: when you're trying to save yourself i have to say that the little ones were even worse than the big ones because at least you could see the big one you yeah. can't see the little ones they look like tiny little hairs just on the tip of your fingers
3: even with tweezers it was, so, it was so super hard to pull them out and
4: before we thought there was we didn't have any tweezers and so that was even worse so we were we were trying to do it with our hands and that was bad because they're just they were in there and they're super i just can't so imagine
3: being an animal that, that jumped up on one of those things. And when, what you would have to do, you'd have to reach around with your mouth to pull them out, and then you would get a mouthful of little tiny, oh, mm. it would just be the worst thing ever. So yeah. I don't know what kind of plant this is, but I don't think it's going to heaven when it dies. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. It's
4: horrible, but we did get um, tweezers, and then we found a whole bunch on the bottom of my slide.
3: Oh, yeah, that was the other part. Is there were so many more stuck in his slide? Thank God you had yeah a uh, flip flop on, man. I didn't
4: even know there was a whole bunch on. I was
3: so. I was out there with the with the tweezers pulling them out a quarter inch at a time, just sliding them out yeah. of the rubber out the bottom of his shoe. And and so yeah, when I say they were up in his skin, man, they were up in his skin.
4: And thank you that the slide was thick. His is like taller <laughs> than a flip flop because that's how they are fit. But- because if it was just a regular flip-flop, I would have...
3: You'd have been na- nailed down to the flip-flop.
4: Ugh. Ugh. And yeah. trying to take my foot out because of the... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 I'm just glad I was wearing slides. Uh,
3: yeah, I'm glad you were too. And I'm glad yeah. they didn't get mm-hmm. welded to your feet. Yeah because that was getting me right there, just thinking about that. Yeah. All right, so we, um, we have an email. Uh, I love reading your emails, and uh, Stephen Forrester sent us a great one this week. Um, he kind of mentioned some stuff that we talked about last week in the episode in your most recent episode. You mentioned how encouraging it is to get positive feedback and reviews, especially after suffering through the bad reviews episode. So I'm responding to this and let me just think, say, I think you're both awesome, amazing, talented, and funny guys. Oh, thank you. I also am a big fan of James's incredible singing and guitar playing in the older episodes. I wouldn't say incredible. Uh, I don't know. I would say passable, just passable. And, and I love the sweet sounds of John's soothing, relaxing voice. That is true. John does have a a good old voice. (laughs) Finally, after seeing pictures of you both online, I also think that bald men and guys who collect Buzz Lightyear toys should be considered for people Magazine's sexiest man alive. Well, there you go. (laughs) That, you know, that's, you've finally gone too far. So I also have a story I wanted to submit for your show. So here it is. I saw a roach, LOL, JK. So, <laughs> well, you, you last week I said that we would read just about anything as long as you said something nice about us at the beginning. Oh. Of the- so I was like, Hey, I think you guys are awesome. I saw a roach, LOL. You know, hope this makes it on the show. Bye. <laughs> so seriously though, I've been a fan of your show for about two years now. I have since gone all in with what you guys do. I've listened to both that story show and red school bus, and I've submitted a couple stories and vocal intros, and I've even joined your Facebook community group. I've got a real doozy of a story. I'll be sending in very soon. God bless. Keep up the great work. Stephen Forrester. Well, thank you, Stephen. Yeah, and I'm, thank you. I'm sure, I'm sure he means nice things about, you know, a, su- a surprise guest host too, you know, like you, so oh. <laughs> yeah um we got some itunes reviews i wanted to read real quick one is from hunty hunt i Hunt uh, Huntwink. okay there you go <laughs> one of the best podcasts ever and red school bus are both the best podcasts in the universe <laughs> exclamation points upside down and upside right side up <laughs> Uh, this one says, "From Agatha, never gets old." I've been listening to your podcast for years, and I have listened to every single one of your episodes, and they never get old. Thanks for continuing to make me laugh after four years of listening. Well, you are welcome. Uh, this one says, "It's a great show, but uh-oh," and it's from it's from random ten year old app trier. Uh, so me and my sister Emma, she's five, we're listening to your episode where you were reading the bad reviews and um you were responding or defending your show where you were talking about it's easy to make profanity funny or right, but you said the word sex. And my sister was like, what's that mean, sissy? And the host, wh- it was... In, uh- It was an awkward conversation, so please try to avoid stuff like that. Love you guys. Hey, here's my response to that. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. That's right. If your kid is five and you're listening to the show, then that is your problem and your fault. I was trying to say problem and fault at the same time, and it come out fraught, So... (laughs) That is your issue. We are rated 10 rated and up. E for everyone, 10 and up. That's right. So, wholesome comedy, says Ben Leverst- Leverstat. I don't know. James and John provide fun and wholesome comedy stories from their increasing audience of amazing people. I like this one because it talks about our amazing people who listen. And incredibly supportive listeners, I recommend this show to anyone with a lot of time to go through the archives of older episodes and feel the way I do as a part of this truly amazing community, Ben. So Ben wins the award for the best review because he talked about you guys, and you guys are the best part (laughs) of this show. Speaking of the best part of the show, I have to do a bit of an ad. Getting a degree can seem like an unreachable goal, Especially if you have a job, kids, or other family obligations. Maybe you've also been out of school for a while and you don't have time or money to go back to school, but you need that degree to advance. Enter the University of Texas at El Paso or UTEP. UTEP is part of the country's largest university system, the system called the University of Texas. UTEP's suite of fully online degree programs, known as UTEP Connect, was created to make sure we remove as many barriers as possible from you getting a degree. See, they understand that coming back to school after a long time away can be challenging, and they are ready to provide you with the support that you need. Their degrees are 100% online, so they're accessible from anywhere by anyone with a computer and an internet connection. They're also flexible and convenient for busy people, affordable with one of the lowest tuition rates within the UT system, and they're the same degree you would get on campus with the same great content and the same professors. They strongly believe that student support is the key to student success. Therefore, they provide a personalized guidance from the start. Each student is assigned a point of contact at every stage of their journey. Our enrollment counselors will help you navigate and complete the application process. A student success advisor will stay with you until you graduate. Their team works closely with UTEP's Military Student Success Center to make your entry into UTEP an easy one after your military service. And we're at, they are accepting applications now. So go to utep.edu or call UTEP Connect at 1-800-684-UTEP-TODAY for information. With UTEP Connect, higher education is now within the reach of everyone everywhere. Remember, that's utep.edu and uh, 1-800-684-UTEP. Thank you, UTEP, for supporting that story show. We appreciate you.
2: Hopefully, this is the last time you hear this ad because with Chime Checking Account,
0: Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com slash audio.
3: Let's do some listener stories, all right? Yeah. Is there anybody to to story? All right, this one's called Candle Combustion from Cole from Cobb County, Georgia. Man, that's a lot of C's right there. My family is planning on going on vacation in a couple of days. Everybody, let's go break into Cole's house. And to avoid getting the stale house smell, smell, we're lighting a bunch of candles to get nice smells into the air. At first, when I read this, I thought he was lighting candles that they were going to leave running while they were on vacation. Oh. Yeah. Leave your water running if you do, because uh, that way you can fight each other while you're gone. This is all fine and nice until two days ago. I walked downstairs and I saw giant flames flying out of a candle that oh. almost reached the ceiling. Uh. I told my mom, this candle's about to burn our house down. And my mom screams as my sister and I grab a, a metal dog bowl to place over the candle and snuff out the flames. Before we could do this, however, the glass candle broke and hot wax fell out everywhere. Uh. So, thinking this was just a freak accident, we went on with our day until the next morning with another candle, lights on fire like the first one, reaching a flashpoint, causing huge flames again. Did the same thing with my mom screaming again. Soon it started happening to all of our candles.
4: There must be gas. <laughs> and in it's a air. miracle
3: that our house isn't total ash. Later, my mom revealed to me that in an attempt to add some extra scent to the candles, she had put some Irish Spring soap into each of them. (laughs) And as it turns out, Irish Spring is a bit more flammable than candle wax and should not be mixed in unless you want to almost burn down your house. (laughs) Thanks for reading my story. If you do, love you guys' humor and hope you keep up the good show. Cole from Cobb County, Georgia. Man,
4: whose idea was that? (laughs) I'm glad that they figured out what was happening though because if they didn't like then every time they could light a candle it would like i don't know i feel like after the second candle did it though i would just put them all out i i I was about to
3: say that i think after the first candle yeah i would be like i know what's wrong i know what's wrong it's me as the mom i put in irish spring which is a great smell i would love to have burning irish spring filling my house i don't i don't understand but um, I don't, uh, you know, a Yankee candle or whatever has is, is got a pretty good scent going. I don't know why you would need to enhance it with dish soap or something. I would
4: just I would just do air freshener, like the, the bottle yeah. that you just spray. I would just do that all over the house.
3: I would just put the dog in the dryer with a couple of dryer sheets and let it run around the
4: house.
3: <laughs> that, that's what I would do.
4: Because
3: that way, man, dangerous. Don't put stuff in candles, folks. Yeah. You know, goodness, you, 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 I leave you alone for five minutes and you're going on vacation trying to burn your house down. Goodness gracious. At Man. least they
4: didn't leave him on over vacation. Yeah,
3: <laughs> exactly. So read us a story, Jay.
4: This one is called Dark Daddy. Hi, my name is Talmage. I am a new listener and decided to send in a story. Good. My family was going on a hike and at the top of the hike, there's a cave. Cool. cool. When we got to the cave, it was very dark, so we turned on our flashlights on our phones. Phones. My father started to complain that he s- couldn't see around. Oh, that he couldn't see. Around that time, the ground started to have water on it. We quickly, quickly left my dad behind, and he was stuck stepping in water <laughs> and running into the cave walls. He started to run um, into the walls so much that he started to yell frustration. We then got to the end of the cave, and my mom looked back at my dad and noticed he has his sunglasses on.
3: Oh,
0: my Talmadge gosh. me Porter. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: dad has his sunglasses on. That's why he can't see in the dark cave. How did he not know? I don't know. I turned on my phone. I still can't see. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I'm just a weird dad. I don't know, man. I'm beginning to think there's not so there's some very unsmart people that are, that are related to the very smart people that listen to our show. <laughs> because Cole, obviously, is a smart kid. Uh, Ta- Talmage is a smart kid. But his parents, they're crazy. <laughs> they're obviously insane. Yeah. We have a voicemail from J.D. Sutter. Uh, it's, I call it McMouthguard. And it goes like this.
5: Hey there, James and John. This is J.D. Sutter from Porchlight Family Media in Phoenix, Arizona. And I have a little bit of an embarrassing story for your bless your heart segment. (laughs) So this happened just a few weeks ago before everything was in lockdown because of the coronavirus. So I was still driving to work, but I get up at 5 a.m., every morning for my day job and this particular morning when I got up, I was not feeling real well. I had a headache and I just wasn't thinking clearly. So I was very groggy. I got cleaned up, got dressed, got ready to drive into work. My commute is about 45 minutes to an hour and I got over to the area where my office is. And so I was thinking to myself, I got a few minutes before I have to actually be there. So I'm going to swing through the drive through at McDonald's down the street from the office and get an iced coffee. Mm. So I pull into the drive through and wait until the person on the intercom system, you know, gets ready to take my order and I opened my mouth to speak and it was at that moment that I realized that I had left my night guard in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what in the world is going on? I had brushed my teeth. I had gotten uh, dressed everything uh, <laughs> and did not, I was so half asleep that I did uh, not even realize
3: uh, it. You think?
5: So I have a night guard that, It fits over my top jaw to Mm. help me from grinding my teeth in my sleep. It's apparently very comfortable. And (laughs) it's this hard poly plastic sort of material. I don't know exactly what it's made out of, but it's very hard. And I do not have any clue how I left that thing in my mouth the entire morning. Did not even (laughs) realize it until I opened my mouth to speak. And as I ordered my coffee, I was – flurring all my ethos because (laughs) of this plastic thing that was in my mouth. And that's when I realized it. And it was so embarrassing. Luckily, you know, intercoms are so terrible audio quality-wise, they probably didn't even hear anything. And I pulled it out of my mouth immediately before I pulled it to the window. But it was still very embarrassing, even though nobody witnessed it. So... (laughs) I I thought that fits perfectly with your bless your heart segment. Oh. Hope you guys got a laugh out of that. Have a good one.
3: Okay. So if you're wondering what he's talking about, about bless your heart in the South, if you say bless your heart, it means you're so stupid. <laughs> That's what it really <laughs> means. <laughs> and so he had a bless your heart moment. <laughs> oh my goodness. I you He says that the lady behind the counter didn't hear him, but I guarantee you, even if he took that thing out when she's, when she gave him his coffee, he, he had to say, thank you think you...
0: <laughs>
3: even without the thing in his mouth. I can imagine. That's great. That's great. The part of that, he brushed it. He brushed it like it was his yeah, teeth. Yeah,
4: that's... Oh, I don't even know how you can do that <laughs> without noticing.
3: Oh, gosh. All right, we got a story here called Bathroom of Doom. Hi, James and John. My name is Eva. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's pronounced eva not eva Uh, i'm sorry i have to tell you something it's spelled eva and it's not uh, uh, i'm glad you told me how it was pronounced though because i always get it wrong and i always get a follow-up email telling somebody telling me how to say it so i'll say it eva eva i suppose is what she's trying to say like ever e-v-e-r except it would be e-v-e-a eva yeah anyway many people get that wrong i live in uh <laughs> california uh, does anybody ever get that wrong too uh the first thing that i should mention is i'm going to be a seventh grader this school year where i live sixth grade is still in elementary so i guess that could count as middle school drama okay
2: um uh, um, Dang it! uh move out of the way stupid um
3: Another thing is that your Snap, Crackle, Pop episode reminded me of this. We recently went on a three-hour trip to Lake Tahoe, and of course, the whole time I was listening to your podcast, but around the halfway mark, my brother had to go to the bathroom. So we found the nearest gas station and headed towards the bathroom, and let me tell you right now, that bathroom has scarred me for the rest of my life, and I am never going to use another public bathroom for at least a year. Well, at least you didn't say for the rest of your life, because that would be quite a commitment. My mom and I went with my brother as my dad stayed in the car, lucky. We entered the bathroom of doom, and I will never forget what we saw. James, prepare prepare thyself. My mother prayed for our lives as we saw the walls dripping with dirty water. Oh, 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 what happened? What happened that there's dirty water? What kind of water is it? And what's in the water? What makes it dirty? Is it just water that goes on the floor and got splashed up? Is it somebody's butt water? Oh, my gosh. I can't handle it. This is too much already. And the floor was covered in toilet paper and some disgusting watery substance. Ah! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ah! Ah! The faucet and knobs were metal and covered in rust. I don't care about that. And don't even get me started on the toilet. The toilet was wet and dirty, and I think somebody who was there previously did not make it. Uh, and it also smelled. Of course it did. But since my brother really had to go, my mom let him. She probably tied a rope around his waist and sent him in <laughs> so she could drag him back out if he passed out. Uh, keep in mind that my mom had put a ton of those... Oh, wait, wait, wait. My mom let him. And then it was my turn. I was so freaked out about not touching the toilet that I didn't even sit down. Uh, Keep in mind that my mom had put a ton of those paper seat covers, and I still didn't want to sit on it. That's great, because it's going to soak through. Ah! Ah! Anyway, once that was over, we quickly got out of that heck hole, and my brother said, Mom, you, you brought something with you. Oh, boy. My mom looked down and realized that she had toilet paper on the bottom of her shoe. Luckily, she oh. had a piece of paper that she used to open the door. So <laughs> she rubbed the paper on her shoe and off came the poo paper. <laughs> we turned into bats and flew, flew away. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed laughing at me and my family suffering. Thanks by Eva from Middleth, California.
4: Indianapolis. Oh. What? Oh, I thought it said Minneapolis. No. Never
3: mind. No, it says Milpitas or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that.
4: Milpitas. Yeah, exactly. It's like pita bread.
3: Well, I hope you enjoyed your time in the bathroom of doom, because <laughs> good night. That's so sickeningly gross. It reminds me of a time that I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I have never... Uh, it was number one, and I we were driving... And I've never had to go to the bathroom so bad in my life to the point that I had tears coming down my face. And I just felt like if something didn't give and, and I wasn't able to, to relieve myself that soon I was going to go past the point of no return and I was going to wet myself. But we we were on these back roads and we stopped at this uh, country gas station that had a, a stinking porta potty just out by the road. Like, not even two feet off the side of the road. And I pulled over and I opened it up and, dude, there's poop everywhere. There's poop on the floor. There's poop on the t- seats. There's poop just everywhere. I don't even know how somebody does this without, uh, 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 like, like it was like somebody was decorating a cake in there and, and, and they had they had utensils in order to smear it around on the seat and stuff. I don't know. Okay. But you know what? I didn't give three craps about it. Uh, I didn't bother me at all. I let the door close behind me and everything, and I stood on tiptoes so I didn't touch anything on the floor. And I went to the bathroom, and it was the most heavenly experience of my life. And I got out of there as soon as I could. And I, I, I what do they say when you go in the woods that you don't, you don't take anything but pictures and you don't leave anything but footprints that's the only thing i left was footprints in in somebody else's dookie <laughs> um and i made, made my way out of there but man if if it had been anything less than an absolute horrible emergency there's no way in anything that i would have ever gone in there because it was it was that bad it's that bad <laughs> but anyway there's some people in other countries that they live with that all the time. So pray for those people. And and if you hear about people needing bathrooms in other countries, submit some money because they need it. Ugh. Anyway, read us the story,
4: um, Jay. This one's called Liam's Little Ally. Hello, James and John. When I was about 16 months Old. My parents took my grandparents and me to a park and hired a photographer to do a little photo shoot. But me, being only a little over a year old at the time, was not having it. I was crying and making it very difficult to get a good picture.
3: That's their job at At, that age.
4: (laughs) At some point during the shoot, I decided to go over and check out the bushes. I was digging around until I saw something that caught my eye. I held it in my hand, studying it. The photographer noticed that I wasn't being an LBB <laughs> <laughs> and got my mom to get next to me and take some pictures. At first, my mom had no idea what was in my hand, but she slowly realized what I was holding a dried, dead mouse. <laughs> She shrieked and quietly made sure I dropped the mouse and washed my hands. Yeah. Thanks for the great podcast, Liam.
3: Liam is nasty, man. <laughs> and this isn't even his story. This is his mom's story. Because yeah. you don't know what's going on when you're that age. You were being a LBB. You were happy, though checking out the bushes. Everything was great. Your mom, the, the photographer, is like, ah, oh, this is great. He's not screaming his head off. Get over next to him. So she did. She scoops up next to him close. She puts her arm around him. So what you got there, little buddy? A stick or something? And then dry mouse. And <laughs> <laughs> so gross. It's so gross. I'm going to imagine that Liam crumbled it up.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and, it, and it turned to dust in his hands. And it just kind of crumbled up. Ah! <laughs> yeah. All right. We
6: got a voicemail from Brother Justice. It's called, I Need Help. So here we go. Hey, James and John, this is Brother Justice down in Florida. I wanted to give you a quick story about my wife, who's the branch manager at a financial institution. One morning they're opening the branch and her head teller is over in the drive through area and going to open the blinds on the large window that faces the oncoming traffic. And When she opened the blind, she's met with a man who uh, appears to be a transient who is there and he begins to pound on the window immediately, uh, scaring her a little bit and demanding her attention. And he says, I need help. And she says, sir, if you'll come inside, I'll be glad to help you. And he said, I need help with the ATM. And she said, sir, if you'll just come inside, we'll be glad to help you with whatever issue you're having. And he says, I need help reading The ATM, I can't read it. To which she responds, sir, if you'll go back over, the instructions are there on the ATM in Braille. (laughs) And he just stares at her. And my wife says to her, I don't think that's going to help. she goes, well, why not? And my wife responds, I think he's saying he's illiterate, not that he's blind. (laughs) Dirt.
3: I, I think I could have figured that one out. <laughs> but Yeah. Because if,
4: if he could go over to the window.
3: Yeah, if he could see that there was somebody behind the glass, I don't think him being able to see was the problem. So, <laughs> anyway, I don't know. It, it would be time to put an ad in the paper for a new teller, a new head teller <laughs> there. I think somebody needs help. Uh, if you'll come around the desk, ma'am, we'll help you to get a new job. Uh, this one's called Bloody Midnight. Matthew from Noonan, Georgia writes, Hi, I'm Matthew, and I have a story all the way from Noonan, Georgia. My brother and our friend Andrew was over to stay the night, and while Andrew was taking a shower, my brother snuck in the bathroom with a cooler of ice water, and he dumped the water all over the shower rod. Um, over the shower rod, not on the shower rod. And, and when the ice cold water landed on Andrew, he screamed loud enough that the whole neighborhood could hear. There are a couple of things you need to know about Andrew. First, he's known to be quite the sleepwalker. Second, any stress that he experiences before bed increases the likelihood of him sleepwalking. Well, you can see where this is going. So bedtime rolls around, and for some odd reason, we let Andrew claim the top bunk. Close to midnight, our family was awakened to a commotion coming from my brother's room. We turned on the lights and we were confronted to what looked like a murder scene because there was blood everywhere. Andrew was in the bathroom with blood all over him. There was a trail of blood leading from my brother's room to the bathroom. And what had happened was Andrew decided to go sleepwalking. Instead of climbing down the ladder, he managed to leap out of the bed, hitting his head on the spinning ceiling fan. Because he was so disoriented, he couldn't figure out how to get out of my brother's room, and he left bloody handprints along the walls and doors, and his parents had to come pick him up and take him to the emergency room, and they glued his head back together. Okay. We managed to clean up all the blood splatter, however, and a couple of years later, when we were moving out of the house, we found a bloody handprint on the inside of my brother's closet. Don't ask me how it got there. Well, we know how it got there. It was Andrew Matthew oh from Noonan, Georgia. Why
4: would you pick that story? That's just <laughs> gross. It's just, it sends chills up uh, to my spine. It's
3: so gross, man. <sighs> There's blood everywhere. And he doesn't even know. He's just a bloody scarecrow just walking around the house could you imagine waking up and seeing that <sighs> just this kid with his arms outstretched wiping his hands all over the walls blood all over the place you'd have thought you woke up in a horror movie uh, Ugh. anyway bad. that is our episode for this week do you have a funny life story I hope so send your stories email our audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com and if we used your story we owe you a sticker email us your address ThatStoryShow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kubay, Dave O'Keefe, Yanu Streisbeck, and Kerry Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at Patreon.com slash ThatStoryShow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't jump off the top bunk just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Bye! Bye. Bye. Thanks, Jay, for filling in for John, man. You're welcome. It was hard work. Yes. John's such a super nice guy that it's impossible to fully fill in for him. So we (laughs) we will miss him. But you did a darn good job. Thank you. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye, Jay.
4: Bye,
3: Dad. <laughs> you can call me. You can call me James on the show.
4: Bye, James. Uh, never mind. Go, go back to Dad. <laughs> Man, I think I'll stick with James. No, bye no. Bye, James. <laughs> no. Everyone say bye, James. No. Three, two, one. <laughs> it's, it's Dad. James.
0: I'm just going to say. You this gave me
4: permission. One more time.
1: you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com goals 24. That's chime.com goals 24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA, members FDIC, spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details.